from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Started playing, some friends showed me, uh, they call them ornaments or trills. It's a special fingering on the keyboard. Uh, of the accordion and I've started slowly and uh, I fell in love ever since. So this is a Sevdalinka, also known as a Sevda, a very yes. particular style of yes. Bosnian music. Yes. Uh, Carol, what went through your mind when you first got to hear this? It's beautiful music. It's uh, it, it's sort of a pining, you know, melancholy sound, but it's absolutely gorgeous. I'm Sarah Fenske. For the last two years, Classic 107.3 FM has brought the music of the world to St. Louis kids. Its Musical Ancestries program has highlighted the music of Thailand, West Africa, India, the Caribbean, and more. The newest episode of Musical Ancestries explores the musical traditions of a European nation close to the hearts of many St. Louisans, Bosnia-Herzegovina. And that is a tune from Bosnian accordion virtuoso Ido Krylek, just one of the many sounds explored in Musical Ancestry's new episode about the music of Bosnia-Herzegovina. And joining us today with more on this program is Carol Comerford. She's the Education Director of Classic 107.3. Carol, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So this Musical Ancestries program that that, uh, your station produces, it doesn't just talk about the music. You also aim to give an understanding of the culture that produces it. How are you doing that? Oh, absolutely. Well, we we look at the history, the geography, we look into the industries. Uh, we also look at the uh, traditional clothing, cuisine. Kids love the it's, food part of it. So many different things. Is it hard to do all that in 25 minutes? Well, um, we have supplemental materials, educational materials that are on our website. So yes, we're limited in, in 20, 25 minutes for we just, you know, uh, thumbnail sketch, you know, through the story. And then we can delve deeper in the educational materials that are online. We have a Prezi, which is a presentation of educational resources resources that has audio and video and hands-on activities and um, all kinds of things to really uh, engage the student, engage the child. So you mentioned the story. The radio part of this is very much a story. How do you do that? How do we create the story? Well, um, we do a a lot of research. We have a youth education committee, so we do a lot of research um, on the subject. We talk to members of the community like Amir and many others. Uh, the Center for Bosnian Studies. And uh, with all that research and information, then we have Kathy Lawton-Brown, who writes the script. And uh, we always make sure that it's we have a child in there, sometimes more than one child. And uh, it's all about um, an adult or a mentor who is sharing their their you know, heritage with the child. So often children grow up and they don't, they don't really have a relationship. They don't really understand where their ancestors came from. You know, they're in the United States or, you know, blending into this kind of uh, community. And so, you know, the story sometimes, 
you know, it might be the grandmother and the and the daughter, and they go back to the country and go go through the experiences and experience the music and experience the culture. Sometimes, in our, for instance, in our Jewish program, we had a cantor, and there was a class of students, and they learned, you know, in that manner. And uh, and in this particular one with our Bosnian one, we have um, a grandfather who is sharing uh, his story um, as a someone who came an immigrant to to uh, St. Louis from Bosnia with his granddaughter and her best friend. Hmm. And so there's a story there, a journey story that kids can follow. And that brings us actually to our second guest here today. That is Amir Selesevich. He's an accordionist who's played with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. He's also a St. Louis resident of Bosnian descent. So Amir, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. So how did you end up getting involved with the Bosnian story uh, that Carol's, Carol's radio station is telling? Well, um, that was a, um, I believe that uh, Maureen, Maureen, uh, thanks to Maureen, that um, she, I believe, got in contact, uh, Carol got in contact with Maureen, and she, of course, said that I would be the person to uh, talk to. So I'm curious to hear a little bit about your story. I understand you were born in Croatia, and I may, I hope I have all the sequence right. You lived in Bosnia, and then Germany, and then St. Louis. How old were you when you ended up here? Um, I was 18 years old. Um, I uh, lived, I was born and raised in Croatia, and um, when uh, ex-Yugoslavia was separating, um, Croatia got uh, into the uh, war, and uh, we escaped to my mom's um, family, who lived in Bosnia. So I um, continued my musical education in Bosnia, but about a year later, year and a half, the war came down south to Bosnia. It so found you. Basically, we uh, then uh, moved to Germany, but um, we could not get a permanent visa to stay. And since we had some family that lived in the United States, we immigrated back in uh, October, November of 94 here in St. Louis. Okay, so you ended up here in the 90s. And you mentioned earlier you had been studying music or, or playing music back when you were in Europe. I imagine that was interrupted a bit by all this. These of course moves. it was. I've started um, playing um, by ear when I was about six years old, and then my parents quickly recognized it and enrolled me in a musical school. So uh, I have uh, started in Croatia when I was uh, about seven years old and uh, continued all the way until the war and then moved to Bosnia and I um, completed, uh, well, I went to school in Bosnia, just continued because it's the same school system, everything. So, and then when war started in Bosnia, we moved to Germany and then I've kind of lost interest in music uh, and uh, I have not uh, performed for at least six, seven years then. Hmm. So what brought you back? A um, couple of friends. Uh, want me to perform with them. Was this here in St. Louis? Yes. Or? Okay. Yes. So, so uh, once you settled here. Right. Uh, my main, my major instrument was accordion and musical school, and the second instrument was an, uh, a piano. And um, I've told them I don't think I will be interested in accordion anymore, so I've played the keyboards. And um, I was not really satisfied with the sound. You know, you can imitate the sound on a keyboard like accordion sound, but it's electrified. It's yeah. not real. So basically, I um, bought myself a first accordion. I believe it was 1998, and I purchased it, and it was broken, totally broken. So did not know anybody who can actually um, help me fix it, so I started on my own. So that's how I actually started even repairing accordions. You, you figured out how to repair it just by playing around with it? Pretty much, yes. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> you've got some talent there. So you get this accordion repaired, and you become a maestro of, of accordion. Well, not not quite. I have ended up purchasing a couple more accordions because once I open it up and look at the complexity of the instrument, uh, I really didn't end up well. So I ended up buying cheap accordions on yard sales and. Uh, um, then I've destroyed quite a few until I really mastered the, the, the instrument, you know. But uh, that's how I actually started. I bought an accordion off of eBay that was claimed that was in perfect shape. Well, that was really not. So, yeah. So quite a journey for you and for these accordions. Um, but you ended up becoming really good at, at playing this accordion and knowing a lot about the music of your people. Um, when, when you started talking to Carol for this episode, how would you describe... Bosnian music? Well, um, I was not introduced to Bosnian music until we moved uh, to my uh, mother's parents uh, in Bosnia. And when I started a musical school, that's when I really heard the Sabda and Bosnian music, which I quickly fell in love with it. Um, so I started playing. Some friends showed me, uh, they call them ornaments or trills. It's a special fingering on the keyboard uh, of the accordion. And I've started slowly and uh, I fell in love ever since. Hmm. This is a, so this is a Linka, also known as a Sevda, a very particular style of Bosnian music. Uh, Carol, what went through your mind when you first got to hear this? The music? Yeah. It's beautiful music. It's uh, it's sort of a pining, you know, melancholy sound, but it's absolutely gorgeous. And, um, you know, it's, it's, Amir describes it as, as, uh, it's, it's about loss, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's love loss, sometimes it's as, you know, loss of, you know, being away from your country, you know, a, a variety of different things. But it's it's just really gorgeous music. And a lot of times, you know, the main instrument featured in the music is uh, accordion. So, uh, and there's also, you know, it's vocal and it's it's just beautiful. So I think we should listen to a Sevda. This one is by singer Safet Isovic. <laughs> That is a Sevda by Safet Isevich. Amir, you consider him to be the king of the Sevdas. Well, that's what everybody says. He's really, uh, it's, uh, he's got a unique voice. Um, he's got like um, a special code to his voice that nobody can achieve anything like it. Uh, the thrills, like ornamentation that he produces with his voice, it's just so unique that and the quality of the voice, it's just amazing. It is remarkable. Where would you hear this type of, where would you hear a sevda? Is this something that would be played at, at a wedding, a funeral? 
Definitely not on a funeral. Uh, Bosnians are really not, they're e- never actually uh, in their tradition. It's They don't bring any music. Uh, it's mm. a sad day and it's not something that, uh, you know, it's it's done. But um, you can actually, there is a, quite a few restaurants in San Luis area that have live music on Fridays and Saturdays nice, nights. Um, there is a Bosnian festivals that happens once a year. Sometimes I believe it's in September. And um, we also perform uh, yearly on the international festivals that happen in Tower Grove Park. So uh, people can catch this multiple places around St. Louis. Yes, definitely. And then, of course, the projects that we do with the St. Louis Symphony. And those are to share this music with the city or other places even beyond St. Louis? I believe even beyond St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But it's more like a you know project to um, show and let uh, St. Louis's know what the Bosnian uh, music sounds like, and you know, like an introduction to the Bosnian music. We're talking today to Amir Selesevich. He's an accordionist. He's also a St. Louis resident of Bosnian descent. We're also joined by Carol Comerford. She's the education director of Classic 107.3. Their musical ancestries program explores musical traditions of countries all around the world. Their newest episode, which is going to premiere 10 a.m. this Saturday. It also airs at 7 p.m. Sunday, and it gets into the music of Bosnia-Herzegovina. So we've been talking a lot about the accordion today because that's your instrument. What are some of the other other um, prominent instruments within Bosnian music? Um, first, uh, when um, the Sevda or Bosnian music got introduced, uh, you know, way back in 15th, 16th centuries, there was no accordion. Uh, accordions started building uh, back in uh, late 1800s. And um, they were using uh, shargia or suz. It's a string instrument. And until about early 1900s. That's when the accordion got introduced. But other instruments are just like any other uh, modern musician, you know, musical groups. You know, we use uh, um, guitars, classical guitars, bass guitars, drums, uh, violins, um, flutes, saxophones, just about any instrument will And that sevda, that's a very specific type of musical style. Does most of Bosnian music have almost that kind of melancholy feeling at its heart? I I do believe so, Hmm. yes. A sevdalinka, I I would categorize it as a sevdalinka for that special kind of a feeling. Is this something that uh, your people are melancholy people? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's too big a question, right, for any one man to answer. Well, Carol, you've gotten a crash course in Bosnian music as you've been working on this episode. What stands out to you as you've learned about it? Well, you know, from a music educator, you know, perspective, uh, you know, we we look at the, the... the theory behind it is the Phrygian mode and that minor second, and that's something we can share with the students. Um, it's really fascinating to to learn about these instruments uh, that, that the children don't are not exposed to very often. So we have a lot of musical examples in our programs. Um, it's it's just beautiful music, and there's really some very talented musicians in the St. Louis area. In addition to Amir, uh, some of his his colleagues. Uh, Ido Sadikovic 
and Mensur Hadich are both really outstanding accordionists too. Mm. So there's there's a wealth of, of talent in the St. Louis area. We're very fortunate. And I feel like when you're a kid, an accordion is one of those instruments that just seems like magic. It's so much more exciting than just a, a piano. Do you get that reaction from kids? They're pretty excited about what you can do with this machine? Some of the kids that I've uh, went to introduce the instrument, and as a, as a edu- music educational part, they, they've never seen it, you know, not even on TV. So they were really... Um, surprised and they wonder about it and uh, what this do what does this do and uh, quite a fun time with the kids really and is this something where kids today are still learning how to play this that you can continue this tradition well that's my main goal that's why uh, actually I have my own uh, accordion shop including a, mu- a registered museum with the uh, city of St. Louis no I mean city um, State of Missouri, I'm sorry. And uh, my goal is actually to uh, promote the instrument and then have kids started playing um, to just enjoy this a beautiful instrument. I understand you're also, you've become quite a collector of accordions. How many would you say you have at this point? Oh, I've stopped counting. I, <laughs> I believe it's over 150, maybe 180. Really How can sure. you possibly play all those? I don't. That's, don't. that's the that's the bad part. You just can't play them all. <laughs> yeah. Having students there, I'm sure, though, that helps. Well, you know, have a lot of uh, customers and, and friends. They come in and play, and, um, you know, many of them get played. But uh, uh, according, you know, if they get played an hour or two a month, you know, they should be still in good condition. That's good enough for yeah. them. So, Carol, in our final minute here, um, this program started in 2019. I'm curious what kind of reception you've gotten from the kids of St. Louis. Well, it's been very positive. They, you know, they really enjoy exploring, you know, this different uh, sounds, you know, and, and the different styles of music and really get into the culture and the dance and, and all those things. Um, you know, they, they'll let us know what they like best, you know, for instance, um, in the, they, they were saying that the, in the Native American music, they loved the Native American flute sounds. Mm. And, uh, and in our West African program, we showed that we showed the relationship between us uh, West African music and then took it into rap and so they they love seeing that connection with music that they're familiar with it gives a little bit more meaning for them so it's it's really fun to see and know, do their parents they, give feedback too the parents do I had a parent who talked specifically you know, she was from the she was born in the Dominican Republic and she loved that we did a program um, that included the Dominican island and that she could share that cultural history with her little daughters you know who now you know, are living in the United States and you don't know anything about their mother's, you know, cultural background. So we get that kind of thing. Uh, the teachers are really enjoying it, particularly that the listening aspect to it, because sometimes children don't have that time to really focus and be quiet and, and listen. To listen. So there's so many aspects that are really becoming popular. Well, we hope people will tune in for the Bosnian episode. That again premieres 10 a.m. this Saturday. You can catch it 7 p.m. Sunday. There's another broadcast on Wednesday, June 30th. We have all that information on our website, stlpr.org. And that again is on 107.3 FM. Uh, Carol Comerford, Education Director of Classic 107.3, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. And Amir Selesevich, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. And we actually have a rare treat today. Um, Before we go out of this show, um, in honor of Amir's appearance here, we're going to actually share some accordion. Amir, I understand you recorded this just for our producer. Is that right? Well, she wanted me to uh, have a quick video uh, sample, so I've done something last night real quick. (laughs) 
It may not gonna sound perfect, but. Well, we appreciate you going above and beyond and we're gonna go out of the show with just a little bit of accordion. This is by Amir Selesevich. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.